welcome to the Trade Mastermind podcast. This is the Trade Secrets series. I'll be your host, Joseph Valente, and this is the number one podcast for the trade and construction industry. We are the secret to starting, scaling, and growing your trade or construction business. The Renewable Revolution, right? Renewables have been around for some time. I first came across them when I was an engineer working for a company back in like 2010. Yeah, we did some um, air source and solar was just kicking off the first time around. And then, you know, it kind of died a death for a little while. The feed-in tariff dropped and the kit was too expensive and all the solar businesses went out of business and it never really picked back up. But now with the government recently announcing that they were going to give this £5,000 grant to homeowners to change over to renewables and incentivize solar and EV and air source... The market's really picked back up with the recent war in Ukraine. It's changed things. You know, it's really changed things. And again, business is not just about um, looking at um, what's happening in the market. It's about looking what's happening in the world, especially when we're talking energy. Yeah. Heat, light, power. Um, And the government's agendas are to remove fossil fuels, remove oil, and they want to go to renewables. So, guys, if you want to build a renewable business, now is the time. Not in two years, not in three years, not in 10 years. Now. You've got to get in early. The market's big. Everybody's looking at changing. Everybody's worried. The lead demand is high. Now, what is the renewables revolution? I basically think that the renewables market is the new gold rush for construction. I've got two and a half thousand construction clients in the UK, plumbers, electricians, um, builders, landscapers, fencers, every trade you can think of. And a lot of the challenges in construction is that the the markets are quite saturated to a level. And unless you're really good at marketing, really good at branding, really good at selling, people really struggle to carve their own path and stand out from the crowd. Um, And so that becomes a challenge um, for a lot of people. But the renewables market is really not um, anywhere near as saturated as a lot of the other general trades, plumbing, boilers, electric. Um, and so on. It's a new opportunity and it's a lucrative one. Yeah. And you know what I really like about this one at the moment? I like big order values on products. I like, you know, a minimum of two, 10 grand is nice. Solar, 10 grand. Air source, 10 grand. You know, if you work on a 40% margin, you're making four or five grand on those jobs um, and they're big orders. And when you start to work your sales back, the opportunity is huge. You know, you imagine you've got, um, I don't know, five leads a day coming into your business. Only five. Imagine how easy it is to get five solar leads into your business every day. Yeah. And if I teach you how to sell properly, sell effectively, and you build a sales team, then you could convert two of those leads. And that's quite conservative. So you buy five leads, you sell two. If your average order value is 10 grand, that's 20 grand in business a day for only two jobs, 20 grand in new revenue every day. Over five days, it's 100 grand. Over a month, it's 400 grand. Over a year, it's 4.8 million. You're looking at 480 jobs. Only 480 jobs giving you that 4.8 million figure. That is a big number. Yeah, and to run logistically 480 solar installs isn't that difficult, yeah? When I ran my boiler business, I was doing 150 to 200 installations a week nationally. Yes, yeah, so we had the infrastructure, had a national sales team, the solar market, the air source market, the EV market. It all intertwines to the exact same process that I built at Impra. Um, just because we were selling boilers, the product by the buy, it's the infrastructure. And if you can build a renewables business, guys, that offers EV, solar, boilers um, and air source, you've got one hell of a weapon. Yeah, my biggest challenge in my boiler business when I was building it was that we only sold boilers. And so if that market um, dipped a little or the weather got warmer, then the reality is all we could sell. And when we were big, we didn't have anything else to sell. But if you could interchange these products, upsell these products, cross sell these products, you've built an incredible business. If I wasn't in the training business, I would be back into this renewable business now. And I'd build a weapon of a company because the opportunity is huge. It's about owning the process, the sausage machine, lead gen, sales, installation, collect the cash. Doesn't matter what that product is. Heat, light and power will always be a demand from the consumer. 
And the only thing that will change is the product. Forget what product it is. As long as you can sell an infrastructure into that demand, you're winning. Yeah. Going to help you make more sales in this market. I can explode this market for you and your business. It's a game changer, right? I know how to sell products to business owners, to the consumer market at at high levels, at eight-figure levels. Um, and I've taught lots of you guys how to do that. Yeah, you need to build the systems and processes. You need to work with accredited installers or become accredited yourself. It's important. Build a business that you can work on and not in. You know, how many of you guys would love to work on your business every day and not in your business every day? You've got to get away from doing the job. I was speaking to some of my uh, mentees earlier and I was saying to them, get off the tools. Get off the tools. You should not be on the tools. You will never move your business forward while you're on the tools. Yeah, and um, we need to build a business um, that we want to sell, um, and it's going to be an absolute game changer. Now, are you looking to join the renewables revolution? Yeah, and the renewables revolution, as far as I'm concerned, consists of solar, EV, and air source. So we've got to get off. We want to get off. It's time to get off. And you've got to do that by growing your sales. You've got to get leads, grow your sales. And if you've got cash flow, you can fund getting off the tools. The biggest challenge for most businesses is having the work yeah, to get off the tools. Would you agree? If you could get off the tools tomorrow, you all would. But the problem is you don't have enough supply of leads and sales to give you the confidence to hire people. That's usually the biggest holdback. But if you can develop your marketing and sales skills, I'm telling you, you become unstoppable, yeah? Because if you guys can mix your technical knowledge and what you've done so far in your businesses and accelerate that by learning sales and marketing, you become unstoppable. And that's why I love working with the construction market so much because it's a market that I'm from, it's where I started, and I just see the potential in the tradespeople. There's so much potential. Um, and, you know, when you unlock that knowledge, it's a game changer. So the renewables revolution for me is about solar panels. Yeah, it's back, back with a bang. It's about EV charges. Now, EV charges are fantastic. So, all right, let me, I'm just going to, I'm going to go into a bit of detail here. Yeah, I'm going to put some detail on this. Right, solar for me, I love it because the order values are big. 10 grand a pop is what I'm working our numbers on. 10 grand a pop. Yeah, well, you're going to make about four to five grand profit off that job. And you can build teams that can go in, do that, and, and get onto the next job systemize it yeah they're quite scalable jobs just like a boiler install was one to three days yeah and you can work out how long it takes what team you need and then you can plan your installs bang 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 so it's a scalable business it's got a great order value so it's beautiful for cash flow because you can buy the materials on the day you can pay the merchants in 60 days could get paid by the customer on the day your cash flow is exploding yeah it's a brilliant model You've got EV chargers. EV chargers, the demand is insane. Yeah, it's a thousand pound a job, right? My only um, bugbear with EV chargers is that the meat on the bone is a little tight. So you've got to really run a slick operation and get, you know, two of them done a day to make the money out of the engineers. I would look to lead with solar and drive EVs or, lead, or, or drive EV leads and upsell solar. You know, those two go hand in hand. They're so um, sellable together. You know, and if every five EV jobs that you do, um, you sell one solar job, then, you know, you've made your marketing, um, your cost per acquisition for your marketing um, insignificant when you add on a 10 grand order. So I'd be looking to sell both. Yeah, it's the game. The demand is massive, like Mark said in EV. I know Mark's all in on EV. It's great. Yeah, you just got to drive the installations, get consistent numbers in the installs. But look, guys, 2030, everybody's going to have an electric car. They've got to make electric cars by 2030. So not everyone's got to have one, but they're going to make them. But everybody's got to be an electric car. Do you realize that there's like 75,000 electricians in the UK? There's 25 million houses 25 million houses in the UK. Those 75 electricians, I can't even work the maths out. If, if you said um, those 75 electricians, I, I can't, I'm not even going to try and attempt to work the maths out, right? But 75,000 versus 25 million, somebody smart can do that as I'm going through this. How long would it take every one, those 75,000 electricians to fit an EV in every household in those 25 million houses? I bet it's insane. It's years of work. 
And that's if the electrician stopped every other bit of work they were doing. Yeah, they canned off every other job, which we know is not going to happen. So could you imagine the demand that's about to kick in? Plus the skill shortages and not enough apprentices coming through. The demand is huge, guys. And you've got to capitalize on this stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. And then finally, we've got AirSource. Yeah. Um, so AirSource is a big, big opportunity. Again, you know, the, the order values are super high. Yeah. Super sexy margins. Similar to a boiler model, you can run and scale the business in the same way. Granted, they're not right for every single home. We know that. But the right homes they are right for, um, they're going to grow and grow and grow. And the technology is going to get better and better. So that means it's going to um, definitely um, make sure that the technology supports the houses that we need. And it's going to be more um, scalable. There's going to be more volume. But the market's very, very exciting. Yeah, opportunity's huge. Anybody that's looking to get into this space, it's for construction business owners. Yeah, the renewable market um, surpassed 20 billion in 2020. That was two years ago. God knows what it is now with the recent changes and so on. The stats aren't up to date yet because it's so fresh. Now, I can teach you the processes to building this business. The product for me doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm excited about the product because it's a new market. But the reality is all this is is just the demand. It's, it's the same demand repackaged with a different fuel type and a different product. But the principles of building the business are exactly the same. Don't get distracted by the fuel type or the product. They mean nothing. Yeah, the demand is what you need to focus on. The heat, the light, the power. That is what consumers need. And the ever-changing technology will always evolve. You're not in the renewables business. You're in the demand business. Yeah, you're in the heat, light, and power demand business. That's the way you've got to think about it. That's the business that you're in. You know, it's a bit like if you've seen the Ray Kroc film, um, the McDonald's film, yeah, called Founder. Yeah, they say to him, he gets all these McDonald's franchises going. And, you know, he thinks he's in the restaurant game. Yeah, and then one day somebody sits down to him and goes, you're not in the restaurant game, my friend. You're in the real estate game. You buy the land and you lease it to the franchisees. That's where McDonald's made their wealth. They didn't do it by building insane um, uh, amounts of restaurants. You know, they made a very small amount of margin. Yeah, but the land is where it is. So you guys aren't in the um, product business. You're in the demand business. And you need to build an infrastructure that can change with whatever the technology currently is or the fuel type currently is. If you had your marketing down and you had your sales down, you could literally switch yeah, your offering in a second. And you can still operate. If you make your business just about the air source and, it, and you're all in on the product and your marketing and sales aren't aligned, then you'll forever be held back. So I want to teach you where to generate leads for EV, air, um, air source and solar. I want to teach you how to integrate renewables into your construction business how to generate consistent sales uh, in your construction business. And secret number four, why you guys are the best investment and always, because this market here, it's about investing in your company. Yeah, you've got to invest in you to scale up, to get to the next level. And, um, you know, I know engineers, they're very technical. They love the product. They love talking about the advantages of the product and the efficiency and all of that type of stuff. Well, the reality is that's great, but you need to start thinking commercially now about your business. You need to get into a commercial mindset, not an engineer technical mindset. EVs are um, getting bombed out by car dealers. The market is tackling fuel bills, solar, infrared, heat, and voltage optimizers, air source. Um, they already offer pod point for free at a lot of the car dealerships, but the market's still booming. Again, you know, they have to have the installers to do it. They might be offering them when they sell the car, but if they haven't got the installer network to deliver, there's still a lot of work for those private um, installers um, to be able to mop up. It's just making sure that the order value um, has enough margin in it to make a viable, scalable concept. Yeah, that's what it's all about. You've got to make sure there's enough money in the order to make the profit that you need to run it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Um, excellent stuff. Now, let's talk some facts. 
Yeah, we want to know some facts. Over 24% of power generated in the UK in 2020 was from renewable energy. 24%. Imagine what that's going to be in 2025. Yeah, I reckon that's going to be at least double. Yeah, by 2023, 29 million homes there are in the UK. 29 million. Yeah, crazy, right? Okay, so amazing statistic here about EVs. Twin, by 2023, all new homes and motorway services must have EV chargers installed by 2030. Installed, yeah. By 2023, all new homes and motorway services must have EV chargers installed. So every new build and all of the motorway services have to have it. That is insanity. God knows how they're going to pull this off. But this is good for you because when the government um, write new policy, right, that drives demand. Would we agree? Yeah, the government are in control. When they say something needs to happen, it happens. And the demand is created. They're making the leads for you. How exciting is this market right now, guys? They are literally forcing the world to change. And you guys are in the market going, right, all of this work's going to come. Absolute game changer. And by, 2020, by 2030, new petrol and diesel cars will no longer be available. How crazy is that? That means my beloved SVRs that I love so much, my 5.2 litre petrol monster SVRs, I'm not going to be able to get them anymore. And it was quite funny, actually. I was talking to one of my financial advisors and he was saying to me, Joe, I've just gone and bought this new Porsche Taycan. It's absolutely amazing. Super quick, but it's completely quiet. And he's like, I wanted the sound. And he was like, do you never guess what they're offering? I said, what? where you can actually buy external speakers to go under the arches on the wheels um, uh, on the um, new Porsche Taycan to make the sound. So when you put your foot down, you've got some subwoofers blaring out the sound to replicate the sound because obviously electric doesn't make any sound. How crazy is that? Um, solar contributed 28% of the UK's total renewable energy generation in 2021. That's just going to explode. And air source heat pump is around 300% efficient. This is because of every unit of energy users extract from heat in the air. Typically outputs over three units of heat energy into the property. Again, great information, great statistics, really efficient. Get your customers excited by it, but huge opportunity. Commercially, 10 grand unit, five grand profit. 10 grand unit, five grand profit. That's what you want to be thinking. They take two or three days to install. That versus a boiler where you make 500 quid profit or a thousand pound profit, you're quadrupling your profit. Yeah, quadrupling your profit. This is a game changer for you. Forget doing sockets and outside lights and rewiring homes and all that crappy work that um, isn't scalable, isn't systemizable, and doesn't hold a good margin. And look at what you've got here. Look at what you currently have in your hands. The demand is going to be explosive, and the opportunity is going to be lucrative. Now, that makes for a good business. Now, I want to begin with the end in mind here. Yeah, I want to begin with the end in mind. Because one thing you've got to remember uh, is that plumbers start plumbing businesses. Electricians start electrical businesses and builders build houses. But who's actually taught you how to run a business? And people really rate themselves as tradespeople. Just like, you know, if you asked me, um, I'd say I was a 10 out of 10 tradesperson every time. If you rated me as a business person, I'd say, I don't know. I'd say maybe I was a seven now, um, a seven. I've definitely got loads to learn. I'm so much to learn. Um, and usually people say between two and four. And I think it's a really honest reflection of um, what needs to then happen, you know, and knowledge is power. I'm sure everybody would agree. And you've got to upgrade you. You know, there's huge demand in the market. But if you don't know how to capitalize on it, if you don't know how to capture it, if you don't know how to turn it into business because you don't have the knowledge to do so, then the reality is, okay, you, will, you won't get to that next level. And the trade mastermind has been successful because I started this business because I was a tradesman running the trades business and I knew nothing about running a business. And I didn't have the arrogance um, to 
um, tell myself that, you know, everything else was wrong by me. I realized that the mistakes I was making was because I wasn't skilled up enough. Um, and when I had been blessed enough to go on a journey from a one-man band to a company that was doing installations, you know, in every major city in the UK, a million in sales a month and having 100 people work for me and all of this and winning National Installer of the Year, I realized that I'd gone on this journey and evolved through such a great heights that I'd learned business skills, but I'd screwed up so badly along the way. Um, and um, now I sit here a much more polished business person with a lot to learn, but realizing that actually it's my knowledge and skills and everything I learned on that journey that you guys will find so valuable and that many of you do find so valuable because you guys know I know my stuff. Um, and for this model, especially the renewable, because what we're talking about here is a direct sales installation model. That's what this is. Yeah, it's not a service and repair business, not a maintenance company. Yeah, it's an installation business, a direct sales installing business. It's about leads, sales, installs. That's all this model is, leads, sales, installs. And I built it to the largest independent boiler installation company in the UK. So I know this stuff like the back of my hand. Again, if I went into this market tomorrow, I reckon I'd have a national business in 12 months. I could easily enter this market. And for you guys, that's good because you get access to this knowledge. If you work with me, if you join me, if you're part of our trade mastermind, you get access to the knowledge. And that's what you need to capitalize on this model. But the return on investment in this model is huge. And that's what excites me. So you've got to realize, though, that you need to make changes if you want to get to the next level. If your business model isn't giving you the money that you currently want, if you're not making the money that you want out of your business, then add in more profitable products. Look at the product and say, this is not enough. There's no, not enough money here. doesn't matter what I do. I won't make it work. I'm ready to get into a new market. Here's your opportunity. You need to realize that you need support to do it and that you can't do it alone. And investing in training and mentoring and coaches is the right thing to do. Yeah, it costs money, but growing a business costs money. But what costs more money is screwing up, let me tell you. Screwing up costs you a hell of a lot more money than investing in doing it right first time. We've got to help you um, realize that you have to stop being the business. Yeah, guys, I am urging you to grow. You must grow or there's going to come a point where you're no longer, okay, going to be able to sustain it. Yeah, if something happens to you, you get hit by a truck, what's going to happen to your company? What's going to happen to your family? What's going to happen to your finances? What's going to happen to your um, bills? Yeah, you're going to get wiped out. You've got to get, yeah, look, Kevin, you can't go on holiday about um, hourly calls. Yeah, you've got to scale. You've got to keep scaling. Yeah, and keep growing to the point that you are redundant in the business. And you've got to commit. 22, I was a tradesman that started a trade business. I wasn't a businessman. Yeah, I bought a 1,500-pound van, and I started like many of you. So there's this perception that I never was on the tools. And I watch, look at my Facebook ads sometimes. People write, you were never on the tools. What do you know about fitting a boiler? What do you know about technical? You've probably never done a day's work in your life. Well, because I wear a suit now, people assume that I was never on the tools. You know, I was expelled from school at 15 and I was on the tools and went to work and had got into an apprenticeship. A bit like Charlie Mullins did, you know, straight out of school into work. And I started this business at 22 and I got off the tools at 24. You know, I was only on the tools for two years in, biz in my business, but I was on the tools from 15 to 24. So I had a good nine years and I was a very, very good engineer. But I got off the tools at 22, at 24 years of age after two years of having the company because I tapped into a demand. I had loads of work and I hired people straight away. I was never afraid to scale up. Um, and um, I realized quickly that growing a business wasn't easy. You know, by the time I was 25, pre-winning The Apprentice, I was doing half a million a year. I had seven plumbers. I had an office above an estate agent. I had no systems, no processes. And I was running everything from my head to the point that I was at breaking point. Yeah, I was having a breakdown daily. Yeah, who here has daily breakdowns? I wanted to jack it in every day. Every day I was at the point of jacking it because I just was so stressed so um, demotivated. Yeah, and I was making money, but I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah, I was pushed to the brink. Anybody feel like that? Uh, and so I realized that it wasn't easy scaling up.
And um, if I just take you, I'm going to skip to the problem and solution section here. If I just take you to this bit, because this bit's really important, yeah? Um, these were the problems that I faced. And when you're working for yourself, yeah, you're only doing what you do. But when you start hiring people and everything else, the problems come thick and fast. So these are the problems that I face, yeah? Working hard for little or no reward. Yeah, you're working hard, but you're not making the money. Do you deserve? You deserve. Do you relate to that? You want to grow, but you don't know how. Yeah. How many people want to scale, but they don't know their next move? I used to spend all evening doing paperwork. So I was afraid to hire an admin assistant. Yeah. I was afraid to hire an admin assistant for a period of time. Yeah. So I'd work in the office at two in the morning thinking I was saving my money. Yeah. Crazy, right? Can't find the right employees to grow. Everybody saying to me, and that's the biggest problem I hear all the time. And everyone's like, Joe, I don't know where to recruit. I can't find any good engineers. And I'm like, where do you actually recruit? And you're like, well, uh, I don't. And I'm like, what? You're like, well, I don't recruit. Well, I did put an ad on Facebook. What, you put a post on Facebook. You didn't put an ad on Facebook. You posted on Facebook once about four weeks ago. And you wonder why you're not inundated with recruitment. So you've got to have a recruitment strategy. Yeah. Um, the biggest struggle for many businesses is cash flow. Yeah. Um, and um, cash flow is a challenge, but not in this model. The domestic market, guys, is a cash flow positive model. If you work B2B, you could be 30, 60, 90 days waiting for your money. Mrs. Smith pays today. Unlike some of you may be giving credit. You know, I hear this all the time. Oh, I, give my, I invoice my customers. You invoice private customers, no chance. That must stop now. You should never, ever invoice a private customer. They are not a business. You get paid when the job is done. Um, not making the money that you deserve. These are all the challenges I face. Let me know um, if you've experienced one or more of these. Now, you've got to get solutions to problems. Businesses um, are only um, effective in growth if they are good at problem solving. You're only a good business owner if you're good at solving problems. Now, I hear a lot of complaining and I don't see a lot of actions a lot of the time with our clients. Yeah, and I mean that with almost always with respect, but I'm a straight to the point kind of guy and I don't fluff it up. Right. I hear a lot of this is the problem. That's the problem. This is the problem. I'm not right. Okay. Well, what are you doing about it then? Well, oh, I don't know. I'm too busy or blah, blah, blah. I said, we haven't really done anything then. So the reason that my businesses grow and I make things happen is because I problem solve. That's what gets me moving. And I work with speed and accuracy. And that's how you scale. So these are some of the things that I do um, to make sure, okay, um, that you can get to the next level. Number one is get support. Yeah, the best thing I've ever done in my business was get a coach, was get a mentor, was invest in training. Now, you might say, well, Joseph, you're saying that because you sell training. Listen, I sell training because I know I only sell stuff that I believe in. Yeah, that's the most important thing to remember with me. I would never, ever sell anything ever that I didn't believe in. I've never done it, never have, never would, because I'm passionate and I can't fake passion. Yeah, so you've got to get support. It must be about support because no business owner goes alone. Yeah, you can't be a one-man army. You've got to upgrade your knowledge. Yeah, and number two is upgrading your knowledge. Yeah, it's an absolute game changer. Yeah, you've got to realize knowledge is power. Now, I bet, I'm guessing, you know, you guys went to college for three, four years to become qualified tradespeople. Am I right? Let me know if you went to college and you invested all that time in your education. Now, I'm guessing that 98% of the people here started a business without ever going to business college. Yeah. And if you didn't go to business college and you've not invested any time in becoming a business um, guru, then you're not going to be the greatest businessman on the planet. It doesn't take a genius to work that out. So when things are hard, you think that it's the market, but actually it's probably you not being good enough because you haven't honed the skills. It's just like when you went to that advanced job. You know those advanced um, uh, electrical rewires or boiler installs or house builds or carpentry jobs? The first time you went to them or a few times in, you're like, right, okay, this is difficult. I'm not very good at this. Yeah, but then as time goes on, you get better. Well, that's because you become a more advanced trades person, but you need to become a more advanced business person. You need to invest in yourself. It's key. Investing in you. You know, investing in websites 
investing in marketing, investing in sales, investing in all of these things, bands and tools and everything else. Those things are only any good if you know how to use them. I will say to people, if I gave you a million quid tomorrow, you would not know where to spend it in your business. You would have a million in your bank and you go, right, what do I do with this now? That's because you don't have the level of knowledge that you need to be able to spend a million. And if you haven't got the knowledge, if you've never run a half a million pound business or a seven figure business or an eight figure business, then you've not got the knowledge to run that business. So as your business grows over here, and if you're staying down here and your business is up here, usually what happens is the business scales, it gets out of control for the business owner and it collapses because the business owner can't keep up with the growth. And usually from what I see is that the business owner doesn't level up. So if they got new knowledge that they were doing it, they'd be okay. But then when the business fails, the business owner never blames himself. They say, oh, it's the market or it was this or this is shit or it was the people or what everybody else's fault, you know, and you want to be successful. You've got to know that it's down to you to invest in you. I went from tradesman to businessman because I upgraded my knowledge, surrounded myself with winners, invested in myself, went on lots of training programs and got educated. I got mentors. I had a billionaire business partner at the age of 25. That leveled me up from Joseph the plumber, from Joseph the, jo- the Impregas owner to Joseph um, the business person. And, you know, I was only 25 when I had Lord Sugar as a business partner, two years as a mentor, game changer for me. And after that, I've seeked out mentors and I spend hundreds of thousands of pounds now on training and development. I recently spent 75 grand on sales training for my team here. So I do practice what I preach. I went from tradesman to businessman and the world opened up for me. And, you know, I see lots of you guys here and lots of great clients of ours. You guys have got so much potential. Yeah, so much potential. And um, I was a tradesman just like you are, yeah, and or small business owners now, okay? And um, and um, I realized that actually, you know, I have the ambition, I have the skill, but I just don't have the knowledge. And it's when I started to acquire that, the world opened up for me. I went from sole trader to CEO in a business in seven years. You know, I sometimes, I get a lot of stick from the industry. Yeah. And I don't think people realize, you know, and again, you know, I'm, I don't mind. I am very confident um, with what I with myself and talking about myself in a positive way. How I was able to build a national company from 22 to 29 in seven years. I still don't even know how I had the, the ability to pull that off. Yeah. But I did. In my 20s as well, you know, it's not like I was 40 or 50 and had years and years of knowledge. Yeah. Um, In seven years, I built a national business. Yeah. It can't be overlooked. I won national installer, beating all of the top guys in 2019 and multi millions in sales. And for trades businesses, most of the trades businesses are less than a quarter of a million. Yeah. About only 13% of the market is above 85,000. Um, you know that, don't you? 330,000 construction businesses in the UK across all trades. And only 13%, so only about 40,000 businesses are above the VAT threshold. That means that everybody else is below 85 grand. How crazy is that? How crazy? So to do what we did was insane. You know, a highest ever sales month, we did a million in sales in a month. We did 100 grand in a day. Matt says big balls. That's why. Exactly. That's why, you know, um, and um, but I still pulled it off. You know, you can have balls and be blindly stupid um, and you can have big balls and execute. And yes, I executed. Um, highest ever sales day was 100 grand. Let me know if you would like 100 grand a day in your business on the right hand side. And, you know, we did that with a two and a half thousand pound product. Imagine how you could do it with solar, 10 grand a pop. You could get those numbers easy. That's only 10 installs a day. That's easy to do. Yeah. With a boiler, that's 40 installs a day. Yeah. Or in a month. Oh, yeah. No, it's a day. Yeah. 40 sales in a day. Yeah. 10 solar jobs a day. Easy. I could put together a team of solar salespeople tomorrow and we'd be out banging 100 grand a day. It's that easy to do. I won the BBC Apprentice in 2015 out of 60,000 people, a first and only tradesperson to ever do it in the UK and in America. Yeah. Billionaire business partner, age 25. I was in Forbes um, in uh, 2018 in the 30 and the 30 out of 80,000, 18,000 applicants in the UK. 
uh, in Europe, sorry. Um, and I've launched a trade mastermind and now we've done, you know, three or four million in sales. Um, we've got two and a half thousand clients. Um, it's been an absolute game changer. We scaled and won national installer of the year and um, we've absolutely exploded. So secret number one, and how and where to generate leads for EV, for solar, for air source. Now, if you want to scale up, you've got to put in a paid proactive marketing strategy. You need to get leads in your business every day. You need to quantify the leads. You need to wake up every day saying, where are my leads going to come from? If your leads stop, the clock stops, the sales stops. And what happens when the sales stop? The cash stops, the music stops. So leads are vital. Now, most of you won't know where your next job is coming from because if you don't have a marketing strategy or you're not getting leads in the business, you are literally playing the game of roulette. Your business is Russian roulette, yeah? And you need to make sure that you know where your business is coming from. So you've got to employ a proactive, not a reactive marketing strategy. Get away from waiting for the phone to ring and make the phone ring. Yeah, that is what it's all about. Get away from waiting for the phone to ring and make the phone ring. Number two. Word of mouth isn't growing your business. You'll never build a multi-million pound business on word of mouth. You won't build a seven-figure business on word of mouth. So don't let word of mouth be your driver. You've got to know how to get leads. You've got to use social. You've got to use Google. You've got to use third-party lead gens. You've got to pay for marketing. You need to be spending 10% of your turnover every month on marketing. That's my recommendation in the domestic market. 10% of your turnover every month should go to marketing. Yeah, 10%. Now, I'm sure no, most of you won't be spending anywhere close to that amount of money. And that's why your sales aren't growing, because you're not marketing. Make sense? Number three, who's spending more than 10%? Who's spending less than 10%? Who's spending more? Who's spending less? Right, number four, check a trade, trust the trader. These businesses, they're not going to allow you to build a renewable model. Yeah, it's not a scalable way of generating um, leads for your business. Yeah, it's okay for a small business that wants to tick over. Yeah, but it won't scale your company. Check a trade is not that type of model. Um, number five, paid advertising works extremely well. You've got to do paid advertising. You will not grow a business without paid advertising. It, it's so many people hate spending money on marketing that don't understand marketing and are scared of marketing. But you've got to spend money on marketing. Marketing is the best investment that you'll make. Marketing drives leads. And as long as you're good at selling, if you learn selling and you get sales training, yeah, most importantly, you've got to spend loads of money on marketing. You've got to be able to sell. If you can't sell, yeah, then there is no point unless you've learned to sell because you're just going to buy leads and you can't close them. You know, this is why as I build sales teams, there's nothing that frustrates me more than letting an unprepared salesperson onto the leads because when they go on the leads, they can't close the leads and they're literally burning your money. Yeah, it's literally like setting light to the cash. Um, and I don't like doing that. Um, so you've got to train people. You've got to train. Training is the key absolutely key. Now, to scale up, you've got to track every marketing channel. You need to know what marketing is performing. Yeah, my marketing team give me a report. Yeah, um, they give me a report and they tell me what channels are working, what channels aren't working. Yeah, and they need to know that. They don't know that. How are they giving the business good leads? How are they spending my money right? How are they making sure the salespeople um, have the right people to contact? Yeah, so you've got to know where your leads are coming from and which channels are converting. If you don't track the conversion rate, you're literally flying blind and everything's up in the air. So you've got to get these business principles into your, into your organization because I see people buying leads and they don't understand the importance of managing that process. And they burn the lead, they kill the lead, they don't sell the lead, and then they blame the marketing and say marketing shit. But usually it's the business owner that shits. Yeah, or inexperienced. Yeah. And I've called myself as a business owner shit. So I don't mind saying that, right? Because it's key. If you shit at sales, you're not going to make sales, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So don't be disappointed when you buy a load of leads and don't sell them if you can't sell. Yeah. It's again, straight down the line. I like being honest with people. 
right? If you cannot sell, you will not sell. So get sales training, right? But being able to sell is the best investment you'll make, especially when you're prepared to start pumping money into marketing. And it needs to happen. It needs to if you want to grow. Buying leads for a business is getting off the ground. Like, I love buying leads. Yeah, I love third-party lead gen. It's the best because unlike most people, I don't care who I compete with because no one can compete with me. And I don't care if a lead gets sold 10,000 times. If I'm going in there, I'm going to smash it to pieces because that's how I operate. And, um, you know, and it's the best way for a small business to start generating leads. That mixed with Facebook um, is a game changer because when you use Facebook, the leads are a good value. They're, they're not expensive. It's building your brand as well as, um, you know, generating you the lead. Uh, and where third-party leads don't. But most people say that lead generation or third-party lead gen is no good, but they have no idea how to sell. Yeah, if you sell like an engineer or like a tradesperson, you go around after work in your dirty clothes, um, you're in the house for 10 minutes, you're writing a load of scrappy stuff on a notepad, you take a few pictures with your phone, and you send a quote two days later for a five grand job or a 10 grand job, and then you follow up with the customers like, no, nah, I've gone with somebody else. And you're like, all they wanted was a cheap price. No, you just didn't tell sell, sell the value as to why they should choose you. So many people, the penny drops, you've got everything, and they're just wiping the floor with the competition. Yeah, so buying leads is not a waste of time. It's the best investment. But I don't, I can't buy leads for the trade mastermind. I, I do it for regenerating ads and lots of content and everything else. If I could buy leads for this, I'd much rather because it's much easier. Yeah, than doing the uh, the the other marketing way where you've got to run loads of ads and make loads of content. You've got to have a big marketing team to do it. It's very costly. Um, whereas you know, buying leads for small businesses is very is very very good. Yeah, um, excellent. And you've got to get used to spending money. I always like to emphasize this point. I always say business owners are like, oh, I don't like spending money. I'm like, but you're going to go, you bought a modified van. Do you know how many tradespeople I see with modified vans, done up transports and stuff? I'm like, you've got a modified van and you're spending it on a van, but you've got no website or you've not got a mentor or you're not buying leads, but your van looks like a freaking, I don't know, supercar. Yeah. And uh, you've got the best tools on the planet, your drills and everything else. You've got all this stuff, but that's not growing your business. It is not adding any value to your business. It's adding business to the. It's adding value to getting the job done, but it's not adding value to the company. And that's why you've got to prioritize where you spend. But just be used to spending the money. You've got to spend. You've got to invest. You've got to pull the trigger. You've got to go for it. Yeah. Secret number two: How to integrate renewables into your construction business. Now, there's bolt-on opportunities with EV, yeah? There's so many leads. Um, there's so many leads out there in the marketplace um, for EV. And they're cheap leads, and there's loads of them. So you can, if you're already selling boilers or selling solar or selling air source, you can easily integrate um, these into your sales process. Add another page into your brochure. Yeah, make a brochure and just train your salesperson or yourself to sell that product while you're there. You know, I don't care if you're a boiler business, solar business, an air source business, a fencing business. You can easily get an electrician to come and work for you and fit EVs. And you can buy leads and go and sell EVs. It's really that easy. And you could sell lots and lots of them. Yeah, and if you're selling boilers and you're my clients on here that you've already been a client of mine and you're doing this, integrate this um, into your model. You know, if you can't get, and if you get, it's a bit warmer in the summer and you're not getting five boiler leads a day, get two boiler leads a day and get three EV leads a day because the EV leads aren't seasonal and you're just going to get so many of them. And yeah, granted, it might not be the thing that you want to do for now, but how easy is it to go and employ an electrician and send them to do an EV? Very easy. Yeah, four or 500 quid profit job. Thank you very much. Two of them a day, grand a day, lovely, easy, and it fits in with the process. So you could turn a two grand job into a three grand job. Oh, by the way, I do EVs. You get an electric car anytime soon, Mr. Smith? I know you want a boiler, but I'll do you a deal on an EV and a boiler. Yeah, actually, fuck me. I do want one. Beautiful. Excellent. Additional upsell. Imagine if you start offering every one of your boiler customers that you go and quote an EV as well. And all you've got to do is hire an electrician. Easy moves. They're going to be like, I bet you one in five, one in five will say yes. One in five. And imagine it. The people that want a boiler, they're not. nobody else is offering EVs right now with the boiler company. And you go, right, well, I can give you an EV as well. They're like, shit, we do need one, actually. By 2030, well, we may as well get it done. But I'll do you a deal. I've got a special offer. Thank you. Excellent. I've just literally increased your sales revenue um, or your opportunity on every appointment by 50%. Air source heat pumps. 
yeah, um, cheaper to run than gas boilers. Yeah, they might not be as effective um, sometimes, but okay, there's low maintenance costs. They're um, a hot topic right now. There's grants available for them, and um, they're a real game changer. Yeah, again, big order values. I like decent order values. You know, work with sexy margins. You don't want to work to super slim margins. There's some there's some models in construction that I see, and they offer such crap margins. And I'm just like, it's so tight, and there's so much operational um, delivery behind the scenes, so much to go wrong, and there's barely any room for error. Yeah, and unless you're a shit hot, taskmaster businessman and then you know usually you make an error and this is why there are so many trade people out there that just working hard and not making the money because there's too many things that can go wrong but you get into a market where you've got solar air source ev then you're going to be an absolute game changer solar and um, very exciting big opportunity just look at the numbers the numbers stack remember one thing that i want to teach you guys that you can take away from this don't get personal about the product or the market yeah be personal about the numbers if the numbers don't stack then you don't have a business model if the numbers don't stack then you don't have a business model so you got to find ways to make the numbers stack now having a second product upsell then can turn one sale into two sales and all of a sudden that's your profit and you're offering something that nobody else is offering. Game changer. Yeah. And if you go for something like these, you know, these have got good margins. Solar has got so good margins. You know, I, I would love to get back into the solar business. Yeah. Or into, I'm not even been in the solar business. I'd love to get back into the install business because I can smash this model. The, the margins are so good. Again, every, every 10 grand you sell, you make five. Every 10, you make five. And it's a two or three day install. Whether you do a, a boiler service at 70 quid or an, e, an easy ICR at 150, you still got to find the job, book the job, uh, sell the job, collect the cash on the job, maybe get a call back to the job. Whether it's 10 grand or 70 quid, there's still that opportunity. So this is why I love um, solar. Now, these are the top seven reasons why businesses don't grow their sales. Yeah. And it's relevant for boilers, it's relevant for solar, it's relevant for EV, it's relevant for everything. And you got to know, this is literally, I am giving you, you do this, what I'm telling you here, and your sales will scale, yeah? Number one, they don't set sales targets. If you don't set sales targets, you would you agree with me, guys, that you can't hit what you can't see? If you put a dartboard on the wall, if you don't put a dartboard on the wall, should I say, and you try and hit a bullseye, are you going to hit a bullseye? Yeah? You're not going to hit a bullseye, right? You're not, because you can't hit it. If you are trying a uh, clay pigeon shooting and nobody pulls the clay then how are you going to hit it? You're not, right? So you got to set sales targets. Um, number two, businesses that don't grow their sales, they don't understand their customer. They don't know what their customer actually wants. They're just trying to sell something they want to sell, not what their customer wants. You need to learn how to build a business. You need coaching. You need support. You need everything. So I understand my customer. I'm not I'm inexperienced. So I always make sure that everything that we create is to add insane value. Yeah. Number three, businesses that don't scale their sales haven't done competitor analysis. You know, people are going in blind. They're going in blind. And um, that's dangerous. Going in blind is dangerous. Yeah, how do you know who you're competing with? That's like going into a boxing match and never, ever knowing who your component, uh, your opponent is. Imagine if Mike Tyson went to face Lennox Lewis and he never watched a video or a fight of Lennox Lewis, just showed up in the ring and, and was like, right, let's do this. Yeah, he's going to be so underprepared in that battle. And that's the same with you. You're going against other people. You've got to be prepared. Um, you need to know your competitors. Number four, you need to know your products. Number five, you've got to have a sales process. Lead in, lead managed, lead nurtured, lead quoted, lead followed up, lead sold. Who doesn't have that documented process end-to-end -end that's trackable and scalable? Number six, who doesn't have a follow-up process where you know when, how, and who to contact at what times and what to say? So many businesses are missing the value, the fortunes in the follow-up. Who doesn't have a sales process? Who doesn't have a follow-up process? Finally, number seven is businesses that don't grow their sales have never had sales training. Now, 
if you went to plumbing college, if you went to electrician's college, you did that because you wanted to become a good, skilled um, tradesperson. And quite simply, all I'm saying to you guys is now is that if you want to be good salespeople and to be a, be a good business owner, you've got to be a good salesperson first and foremost. Remember, sales is key, is the fundamental between and underpins everything in business. Yeah, if you can't sell as a business owner, then I don't think you're a great business owner. Yeah, because you can't be. Because every business owner needs to sell people on their dreams, their visions, their um, ambitions, their product, their service, the investment, everything. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, these are all introverts. They're not the most salesy people, but they sell very well. They're passionate about their product. They talk about their product. They PR their product. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. So you've got to get sales training. You've got to get sales trained. Yeah, you've got to get value in sales. If you want to be a good salesperson, you've got to get sales training. Finally, number four, secret number four, why you need to invest in yourself first. Yeah, you've done amazing to get this far, but you won't get to the next level alone. Yeah, you will not get to the next level alone. If you want to scale your business, if you're serious about in your business, you've got to invest with me. You've got to invest in the training. You've got to invest in the trade mastermind. You need to level up. Marketing, sales, events, support, everything. I'm here to help you every step of the way. Yeah, and I want to see you succeed. Yeah, and I want to get you clear on the next steps, remove confusion, because to get and a good execution on this model, we need to remove the confusion. You don't have to do it alone. Get support with impartial advice. How many of you speak to your partner and they don't tell you the answer you want to hear? Or you speak to other people in the trade and they don't tell you the answer you want to hear? Or you tell your friends they don't tell you the answer you want to hear? That's because you're having a business conversation with people that shouldn't be advising you on business. They're telling you what they believe you need to know. And that's based on their either trying to you know make you feel good or based on their own agenda you don't know. Maybe they don't want to see you succeed and they're telling you it won't work because they want to hold you back but we are supporting you giving you impartial advice yeah that's what it's all about um and the skills are transferable yeah the skills are transferable the investment pays back dividends but if you don't make the investment you'll never get the reward so i say to everybody there's two types of people there's the queue waiters and the fast trackers and i say this you go into Wharton towers you walk in the door it's 9 a.m in the morning and you look at it um and say Jesus Christ, look at how many people are over there waiting in the queue. If I wait in the queue, I'm going to get on maybe one or two rides today. But the ride could break down. I could get sick. I might need the toilet. Um, you know, uh, I, I might, the theme park might close. And you don't actually ever get to get on the ride. Now, you then get the other people that come into the theme park in the morning and look at it and go, there's no way on earth that I am waiting in that queue. Not a chance in hell am I waiting in that queue. And they go to the fast track hut. And they look at the hurt and they go, yes, well, I can pay some money and I can skip that. Yeah, I can skip all of that bullshit. And this is what this is. You are paying to acquire knowledge, but you see the fast track cut. And then this is what this is. You're buying knowledge effectively. So you haven't got to go through the same processes. Everything that I've been doing in 10 years in business, we packaged it in marketing and sales um, and everything to give you the support head over to www.trademastermind.co.uk to find out more or follow us on social media at Trade Mastermind or at Mr. Joseph Valente.